Press means to apply force. When God said press, prayer reaches every single situation. He gave us permission to apply force to every situation that we will go through. And in this podcast, we are going to learn to apply force to what's applying pressure to us. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Press Podcast. I hope you listened last week because we're literally going to pick up right where it left off. If you did not listen last week, you have to go back to the previous episode and understand what's happening here in 1 Samuel 23. David has now exposed himself to Saul from where he was safe and secure. He is now in a position to be exposed. Saul has been chasing him. Saul has pledged to kill him. He has been hiding and running with his men. He does not want an all-out confrontation with Saul. David has immense respect for the office that Saul holds and does not want to fight him like that. However, Saul is determined to kill him. As 1 Samuel 23 reads, David is called upon to go help some people in Keilah because they're being attacked by the Philistines. Keilah is in Judah. And so he goes at the word of the Lord, after praying to rescue the people of Keilah, in doing so, he goes into a city in verse 7 that has him shut in by entering into a town that hath gates and bars. So when Saul sees that, he's like, this is bad strategy. He's going to go fight them and he's going to be trapped. So he uses that as an opportunity to attack David. Saul says in verse 8, he calls everybody to war, to go down to Keilah, and to take David and his men. But the Bible says in verse 9 that David knew that Saul secretly practiced mischief against him. And he said to Abiathar the priest, bring hither the ephod. Here's the prayer of David. Then said David, O Lord, God of Israel, thy servant hath certainly heard that Saul seeketh to come to Keilah, to destroy the city for my sake. Will the men of Keilah deliver me up into his hand? Will Saul come down as thy servant hath heard? O Lord God of Israel, I beseech thee, tell thy servant. And the Lord said, he will come down. This is one of those prayers where God instantly answers. God can speak. I want to make that very clear out there. God can speak. We still serve a God who gives actual wisdom, actual insight, and actual knowledge. A lot of what we hear out there is foolishness. People are prophesying and saying the Lord said so loosely. But when God says he is very clear, he knows what he's saying. He knows how to talk and what he says will come to pass. David knows this of his God. He knows that the God he serves can answer and can move. And so he asked God, will they deliver me up? Basically saying, am I safe here? And is Saul even coming? God answers the last question first. He says he will come down. Saul is definitely coming. So verse 12 says, then said David, will the men of Keilah deliver me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, they will deliver thee up. Now, mind you, David is there and has exposed himself or made his army vulnerable to Saul because Keilah was being attacked by the Philistines. So instead of Saul, the king, the one who should be the one responsible for fighting the Philistines on their behalf, instead of him. David is there to battle for them and ultimately keep them safe 
and the Lord saved them at the hands of David. But when David asked the Lord, will they betray me? The Lord says, absolutely. In this, I don't see where David asked God to change their minds or change Saul's direction or for protection. Sometimes he just gives us knowledge of what is coming so we can plan for it. Everybody wants God to change everything, but there are some fights he allows. There are some enemies he allows to pursue us. And we're living in a time where I believe things may be allowed to pursue us, but God is going to send wisdom and knowledge so we know how to proceed. He may not stop everything, but his people will have the knowledge like they've seen it before it happens so that they're not as exposed to the enemy or the plight of the enemy as they would have been without God. We will have a chance, I believe, to escape some judgments, some things that are coming to this world simply because we have the word of the Lord. And I know you want to say, God, pause it. Don't let this happen. Don't let that happen. But the fight is sometimes the will of the Lord too. He lets all things work together. And I know in our mind's eye that oftentimes we don't see where this could be good because it hurts or that could be good because it's a struggle. But he still has a way of making all the pieces work to make something beautiful. It's not that everything going into the artwork or whatever he's creating here with us is beautiful. I use artwork because I'm reminded of a painting or of different statues I've seen designed made out of different materials. Those things were not beautiful individually. Sometimes I've seen statues made out of trash, out of foil, out of wrappers, out of different things that people would consider waste. It was not beautiful. But the way the artist put it together and the things they envisioned out of it, a normal person could not see that. They put it together in such a manner and knew how to organize it that it made something beautiful. It made something nearly unimaginable, something that you enjoy seeing. But if you'd seen the pieces, you wouldn't have understood this is going to be a beautiful piece of art. This is going to be a beautiful work. That's how I often view what God is doing. It doesn't always look like the pieces are going to match what the end is. But if an artist can do that with their hands, there is no way God can't do it with his word and his plan. He knows how to make all things really work together for our good. David trusted that, though that scripture wasn't written yet. I believe that's Romans 8, 28. So David hadn't read that. It was a few thousand years before that would even be written. But David understood the principle of God. And we understand that he never changes. So when he allows something, even then, when he loves you, he wants it to work for your good. David didn't question the fight. He didn't question, do I have to battle? He didn't question, do I have to run? Do I have to hide? Or why, God? Why are you allowing this? Why are you allowing that? He didn't question any of that. Instead, he believed God. He knew the Lord said, the fight is coming. And he knew the Lord said, these people will betray you. He could have got all emotional there about being betrayed and all he had given and all he was willing to risk for them. But the Lord didn't even let him go there. Instead, David takes his men, which were about 600, and he departed out of Keilah and they went wherever they could go. They didn't even have a set place to go. They just went wherever they could. And the Bible says it was told Saul in verse 13 of chapter 23 that David was escaped from Keilah 
and he forbeared to go forth. When David got out, Saul stopped chasing him. He was looking for the easy trap, but God didn't make the trap work. So David abode in the wilderness and strongholds and remained in a mountain in the wilderness of Ziph. And Saul sought him every day, but God delivered him not into his hand. David was hiding in the mountains. And though the enemies pursuing him, God wasn't going to let him catch him. You see, even when the Lord lets the enemy do some things, can't just do what he wants to the people of God. I don't know that I'm just speaking to our today prayer, or perhaps this is our 2024 prayer. But I want you to remember God has good information. His intelligence is good. He knows what's happening. He knows what's coming. And he's already set forth a strategy of survival for his people. Don't think just because you see the enemy that God is intimidated. For he's already set up a plan where God does not deliver us into the enemy's hand. Today, trust in the God you're talking to. He knows how to talk back. And remember that prayer reaches every single situation. Join the movement. Join the community. Like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Visit us at PressToPray.com or find us on Instagram or Facebook. Did you know that when you are quiet, your voice is missing to God's ears? I know some of us have prayed and we're wondering, how long should I pray about this? Why should I pray if God already knows? How will I know God is answering? And what do I do when I feel like God's not listening? But God is listening for your voice. It's too quiet in this world for the troubles we have. You have to raise your voice and God wants to hear from you. It's Too Quiet, a book about prayer, is designed to answer your prayer questions and build your faith. Visit PressToPray.com.